0: Another episode of New Revision, a short weekly show where we talk about work, life, and technology. I'm your host Thomas Lattimore, and today we're going to be talking about longevity in your work through better ergonomics. Specifically, when I use the term ergonomics today, I'm referring to products and spaces that are designed to conform to the human anatomy in some way that provides ideal comfort and doesn't uh, cause any long injury in, in any way. A Proper, proper ergonomics is critical towards a longevity for many of us uh, in a career in a, quote, a modern office environment. Those working uh, in knowledge work fields where we're primarily at a desk or in a cubicle or at an office, you know, a normal office space of some kind where we've got a, a desk of some sort and a computer primarily that we're working at, or sometimes a part on a computer and sometimes on a desk, you know, taking notes on a desk of some type. And over time, whether it's back pain or repetitive strain injuries, often referred to as RSI or eye fatigue... These types of things can significantly diminish the quality of work that we produce and the ability that we have to enjoy the work while we produce it. Uh, I first began really thinking about um, comfort and ergonomics uh, when I was in my uh, last year of college, it was a few years ago at this point, but. Uh, I started to develop at that time a lot of lower back pain between studying and uh, my personal journey learning web development and picking up freelance work on the side. Many times I was spending uh, 14 hours a day uh, at my desk, and uh, there are lots of things about that, (laughs) looking back on it, that are definitely not healthy, but uh, it was certainly evident at the time that it, it... wasn't the healthiest thing and uh, yes my my lower back suffered for it towards the end of my last year in college as I was going through this this time and dealing with again this lower back pain I started an internship and uh, fortunately the office where I was interning at had a standing desk available at the workspace that I was allowed to use and it was Pretty incredible because within three weeks of starting this internship, it wasn't even full time. I believe I was in the office uh, 20 or 25 hours a week, just that amount of time not being sitting at my desk at home. And I should mention, I even tried getting a new chair at the time. It wasn't the best chair, but at least it was an upgrade from what I had before and still dealt with some of this pain. After three weeks of using a standing desk, like 25 hours a week, the pain was almost gone, almost completely eliminated, and I'm not the biggest standing desk advocate out there. Uh, I will get into that later in the episode some, but I can honestly say that using different types of workspaces can can really help towards the longevity of things, because I was just at the beginning of my career, quote career at that point, and uh, it was great to find a solution that really, really helped me out, and uh, there are many things, no matter what type of desk environment you have, uh, whether it's standing, whether it's sitting, there's even people I've heard trying these floor desk things basically where they sit on the floor and have something a little bit below the height of a coffee table and stuff. That that one doesn't appeal to me, but um, some people try it and like it. Uh, There are several things to look for in an ideal ergonomic environment. The first one, uh, you should adjust uh, is your desk height or make sure that it's at the proper adjustment? Desk height should be at or slightly below, and uh, I think no more than a couple inches below your elbow uh, whenever you are at your desk. So, whether you're standing or you're sitting in a chair, your uh, desk should be uh, slightly below your elbow so that you are not having to lift up at all and. Uh, in order to get your hands and be able to type and all that. And that prevents you from resting uh, your arms on the desk and uh, the soft tissue from, from being depressed for long long periods, which cuts off the circulation and can cause all sorts of other things. Uh, the second thing is monitor height should always be uh, at or slightly below eye level. I personally achieve this by using a monitor arm and a, also an arm to keep my laptop on because I use a laptop as my secondary screen. So I use these, these monitor arms to get the correct height uh, for these specific screens so that I'm not having to look up or look down. So it, I don't have any neck strain at the end of the day because I'm just able to look straight forward. And also, in addition to the height, uh, the distance should also be factored in, uh, the monitor height should be uh, approximately the, the, uh, at about arm's length, uh, no, no further, no, no closer. Uh, this is according to the research that I've done. Uh, this is what's considered the ideal distance to prevent eye strain. So if you are at a sitting desk of some kind or maybe an adjustable desk, after you get your desk height right where you want it and you get your monitors right, the next thing you really need to look into is a good chair, a chair that is the correct height or at least allows you to adjust the height, the correct depth, so you don't want it to be hitting the back of your legs uh, too much or or, uh, feel like it's pulling you forward and your your back isn't able to rest up against it especially in that lumbar area uh, you want one that has lumbar support offers good support there and if you want maybe your chair or you need your chair to sit slightly higher than uh would be ideal for your legs to be able to rest on the floor it is best to get a foot rest of some sort so maybe you you're at a cubicle or something that you can adjust the height of the desk on. Uh, you want to get that chair to be at the proper height again, uh, so that the desk is slightly below your elbows. And if your your feet aren't able to comfortably touch the floor, just get you can get a footrest of some kind. And then also another important thing to think about is a breathable material for the chair. And no one likes a sweaty chair. Let's all admit it. So if you get a breathable material, it's much more comfortable for, for working long. Hours And if you're at a standing desk, then an anti-fatigue mat is definitely crucial. So currently, I'll get into my setup, I use a standing desk full-time when I'm working at home. I, I do work some hours uh, at a co-working space, and uh, well, actually not going to a co-working space at the moment, but have a lot in the past. Uh, or if I'm out out at a coffee shop, I don't always have a standing space available there, but when I'm working at home uh, in my day job, I am at a standing desk, and I've been doing that now for, I think, five years, five or six years, full-time pretty much. And in recent months, I've actually began to really desire to go back to a sitting desk part-time just because it f- feels like I'd like to switch things up and uh the driving reason behind that is I actually had a a con- a consulting session I think is what you would call it with a physical therapist a while back last year uh just to evaluate my workspace and tell me if uh There was anything I could do. At least I think he was a physical therapist. I can't remember uh, what exactly his uh, medical qualifications were, but I I believe physical therapist is the correct term. And one of the things that he said is he he likes standing desks, but there is compelling research that suggests that standing desks, though they can help your back, that in the long term they can cause circulation problems in your legs. So sitting all day long can be bad, but standing all day long can also be bad. So he tells his clients that he works with that the best position to look for is the one that you're moving to next. And there's some good research to back that up in various ways. So I plan on hopefully within the next year getting an adjustable height desk and a good quality chair that matches the criteria of the things I listed above. Uh, to use and I'll be switching up my day probably trying to schedule it out in some way so that I don't get in a rut where I sit for weeks on end without standing up or stand for weeks on end without sitting. So we'll see how that goes but I hope that that's kind of like one of my goals for the next year is to switch back to a uh, a, or not switch back to a but uh, get an adjustable height desk so that I can switch back to sitting at home some of the time. Another thing that's important to think about is lighting in your workspace. You don't want lighting to be so bright that you have to strain to see your monitor, but you also don't want it so dim that it feels dark and gloomy, and then also you have trouble uh, taking notes or reading any material that is out on your desk that's not on your screen. This is a mistake I've made in the past. I don't have a ton of natural lighting in my office. I do have a window, but it doesn't, it doesn't bring in a ton of light. So in the past, I've experimented with different types of lamps, combined with the overhead light and that sort of thing. And I found that getting a good amount of light in really helps the space feel much more creative and energetic. And also helps me when I ever have to read any material that isn't actually on a screen. really important, I think, to use some sort of blue light blocking mechanism on your screen, especially for late in the evenings or at night if you are using your computer. Uh, Mac OS now has this built in. It's called Night Shift, but there's other applications for it. Uh, There's a Mac application that I've used for a long time called Flux, and there's um, various ones available for both, both Windows and Linux as well. And what these do is basically put an orange hue over the screen and allow you to have that, that blue blight, blue, blue blight, ha <laughs> blue light blocked, uh, which, uh, can cause, uh, it's like, I get, it's hard to explain it. You, you feel it when you, you turn it, when you, turn one of these uh, pieces of software off it's much harsher on your your eyes but also it can uh, affect your sleep patterns as well and i've also experimented in recent months with using blue light blocking glasses with great success and using those all day and use the for anyone interested there's a brand called gunner that offers blue light blocking glasses in a variety of different frames and the next thing is keyboards. So how do we actually type an interface with our computer? I have... Man, I could do a whole episode on keyboards and probably will at some point in the future, but today I will just say that if you can use a split keyboard, it it is a big help towards ergonomics. I am not using one right now, so this is a bit of a do as I uh, have done maybe, but uh, not as I do currently. And that's because I'm a bit, of a bit of a keyboard snob and I cannot find a split keyboard with the uh, switch type that I like. And I uh, personally recommend if you are going to go with the split keyboard, try the Matthias Ergo Pro. It is not cheap, but uh, is really high quality. Really enjoyable to type on. That's nice clacky mechanical switches well actually they're not clappy clacky because uh, they have the matthias a uh, quiet quick switch but they do have a ton of tactile feedback for anyone interested I'm currently using and have for the last year and a half the happy happy hacking pro 2 which has a uh, switches on it and uh, there currently is not a company that makes a split ergonomic keyboard with Topre switches on it, so we'll see. One day I may switch away from, from this keyboard and re-evaluate split ones, but who knows? <clears throat> and another thing uh, that we interface with our computers with a lot is a mouse, of course. I currently use a trackpad and have for <coughs> six or seven years full-time, but I've also experimented with uh, vertical mice and different types of ergonomic mice as well over over that period of time and i i really enjoy them but i find that my hand stays a lot i I move my hand around a lot more when i use a trackpad i don't keep it in the same place frozen in the same place for extended periods so i really like using the the trackpad i notice that i i strain less with my arm when i use it Uh, in addition to the configuration and setup At our workspaces, there are a number of stretches and uh, different types of exercises that we can do to make sure that we're staying flexible and all stretched out Uh, during the day. There's different types of wrist stretches.